Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yimini. Each week, we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated in memory of my grandfather, Yaakov Yosef ben Arya Leib, as well as Shlomo ben Edward and Yosef ben Zayv Wolf. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is also in honor of Sasson Betzal ben Batya and Safir Basaryela. May they have a quick and speedy recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Bayero. Our Parsha has one of the most fundamental and meaningful stories in all of Judaism. The story of Akedah Yitzchak, the binding of Yitzchak. It is a story that we read on Rosh Hashanah to evoke God's immense love for the Jewish people. The Parsha begins with Hashem telling Avram that he will fulfill his promise of his successor with the birth of a baby boy. And exactly one year later, Sarah gives birth to Yitzchak who looked exactly like his father Avram. When Yitzchak was 37 years old, Hashem appeared to Avram and told him, Kach no es bincha, es asher hafta, es Yitzchak, al eretz amaria, Take your son, the only one, the one who you love, Yitzchak, and bring him to the land of Maria, where you will bring him up as an offering on one of the mountains there. The next morning, Avram woke up extra early with great enthusiasm. He took Yitzchak along with the necessary supplies and headed out towards the mountains. When they arrived, Avram built an altar and tied Yitzchak to it. However, as he was about to slaughter his son, an angel ordered him to stop and sacrifice a ram that was nearby in place of Yitzchak. Hashem then blessed Avram with great blessings as reward for passing his final and most challenging test yet. However, a question comes to mind. When the angel stopped Avram from slaughtering Yitzchak, he said, Do not raise your hand against the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your favorite one, from me. But didn't Hashem already know that Avram feared and loved God from all the previous tests that Avram passed with flying colors? What did Avram do that finally showed Hashem that he indeed feared him? Rashi on that Pasuk quotes the Medjash Rabbah which explains that the reason the angel said Ki yodaiti ki lekim ata, that now I know that you fear God is because Avram complained to Hashem that he was going back on his words. First Hashem said ki that through Yitzchak, your offsprings will continue. But then Hashem said, Take your son, your favorite one, the one you love, Yitzchak, and go offer him as a carbon. But now Hashem says, Do not raise your hand against the boy, or do not do anything to him. Avram asked Hashem, Why do you keep going back on your words? And Hashem replied to Avram that he did not actually say to slaughter Yitzchak, but rather to bring him up the mountain. As the Pasuk says, Kach no es bincha sechidecha, asher hafta, es yitzchak, velech lecha al eretz maria va'aleyu shom la'ayla, and bring him up the mountain, does not say to actually slaughter him. And so now it's understandable why the Pasuk says, ki ata yadaiti ki yira lekim ata, that now I understand that you do fear God. For Hashem knew now that he feared him because he followed Hashem's commandments even when they seem contradictory and inconsistent. He was about to slaughter his son, whom God said he would continue Avram's legacy. And this is the reason why Avram is our forefather, for his immense love and extraordinary belief in Hashem made him the first father of the Jewish nation. 
However, the Sifrono gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that when the Pasuk says, Ki ata yodaiti, ki lekim ata, that for now I know that you for God, it was talking about the angel himself. The Bartanur details that it was not just any angel, but in fact it was Malch Machal, Angel Machal, who was one of the highest ministering angels. The Sifrono explains that the angel was telling Avram that now I understand why Hashem has elevated you, human beings, above us angels. For against all common sense and logic, you still follow God's commandments with vigor, energy, and enthusiasm. For the angels did not understand why Hashem wanted to create mankind. As we see in the Talmud and Sanhedrin, that when Hashem wanted to create man, He first created one group of angels. And He told him, If you agree, let us make man in our image. The angels replied to Hashem and said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Master of the Universe, what are these people's actions that you suggest to create? And God told him, their actions are such and such according to the human nature. And the angels replied, what is so significant about man that you are mindful to him? And God burnt that group of angels with fire. The same conversation with the same results occurred with a second group of angels. When God asked the third group of angels, they replied, the entire world is yours. And whatever you wish to do in your world, do. And Hashem created Adam, the first man. The Sephrono explains that until Avram Avinu, the angels could not comprehend or fathom why Hashem desired to create a man who can rebel against Him. But now it became clear to the angels why Hashem created human beings. For only we are capable of going against our nature in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our King of the Universe. Because if we can anger and go against God, heaven forbid, we can equally and more give Hashem great pleasure and happiness when we follow in His path. We can live up to Malchamachol's holy words, Ki yodaiti, ki lekim ata. For now I know that you fear God. In our daily life, it is imperative that you do not put yourself in a box, that you do not limit yourself to what you think your potential is, but rather constantly strive for growth, development, and improvement. This outlook opens the mind, enabling you to adapt and take advantage of unique opportunities that God places in front of you. It is a perspective that empowers you to achieve beyond what you thought possible, to overcome problems and obstacles in your path of accomplishing your true potential. And there's an amazing quote that I once heard. The only person you can become is the person you decide to be. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.